23 years of doing Speed Freaks, Freak Nation, Angel Sampei, like it or not, has been a part of those 23 years. Uh, and it's great to get her back here in the Freak Nation. Angel, every time we run into you at uh, at the track, whether it's at Antron's Pits or you're doing your uh, – trying to make sure a lot of people are munching on your mission chips, <laughs> uh, there's always stories to tell. And we got an inkling that this might be happening, that you might be getting in a, a four-wheel car, but holy smokes – this is happening now, man, where uh, you've got your top alcohol license. Uh, is there a car established? When do you start? Uh, what's the itinerary? Yeah, it's been crazy because I've been people have been asking me, you know, are you going to come back to racing? Uh, are you going to race a bike in the countdown? Because I had originally said after last year that my goal was to lease a bike or, or possibly own my own motorcycle and race at least in the countdown since I'm busy doing the too fast, too tasty challenge with mission during the regular season. And so uh, I've been knowing about this for a couple of months now and haven't been able to say anything lately. I kind of was letting it slip saying, Oh, you know, I got some news coming soon. And like, Oh, you're coming back on a bike. I'm like, well, and I just leave it at that. And so, you know, <laughs> I wanted to say it so bad. Um, but we, you know, we tried to keep it a secret as much as we could. It's hard to do that at the racetrack when people see you in the car and, Antron and I spending a lot of time together on the starting line, watching a fuel cars go to like, why are Antron and I sitting on the wall watching a fuel cars all morning long? <laughs> so, you know, there was some speculation, but, um, it's out now. I, I made eight runs and Jasmine Salinas's a fuel car. Oh my gosh. Craziest, funnest, scariest, wildest, stupidest thing I've ever done in my whole <laughs> life. But it was amazing. Um, first two runs, I was scared to death. I knew probably by the end of the day on Monday, I would be telling Antron, I'm so sorry that, you know, I agreed to this, but I'm not going to be able to do this. This is just not for me. But uh, after the third and fourth round, I was like, oh, okay, this is starting to come together now. And then Tuesday, we had the day off for travel. We went from Brainerd to Indy. And then yesterday, we tested again with Jasmine's car. And um, it was just like day and night. Okay, Angel, I'm not buying the fact, though, that you had a little bit of fear getting in the A-Fuel dragster and taking that thing for a ride down the drag strip because you got a seatbelt there. You got a little <laughs> cage there. You didn't have that on your motorcycle. It was, then you would be right if you're not buying it because it, I didn't have a little bit of fear. I had a lot. My whole body was trembling. My knees were shaking. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to tell Antron so bad. I don't want to do this. Don't make me do this. I felt like, you know what I felt like? My poor baby, my little girl, Maya, we forced her to ride a roller coaster earlier this year. And she was crying and begging not to get on that roller coaster. And we made her do it because we knew once you ride it, you're going to love it. And uh, I felt so bad because I forced my baby to get on this roller coaster. And exactly what I thought was going to happen, happened. She, we took off. She was screaming in fear. But when it was over, she was like, I want to do it again. And so I knew that I had done the right thing. Well, that's where I was on Monday. I was looking up at Antron like, please don't make me do this. I was like about to beg him to let me out of the car. <laughs> but I sucked it up and put my big girl panties on. I drove that. Oh. I, I know exactly why Erica says she drives that back to the pit because like oh my god a friend of mine texted me this morning because i showed him an in-car video of me in the car and he saw my hands doing all kind of stuff he said what are you doing with your hands and my answer was i'm driving that That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so let me <laughs> let me get it straight where this bitch is going to be driven next year. It's going to be with the McPhillips McPhillips team. Is that correct? And we're, then well, we don't know. We're actually we know okay. we're in in limbo on where we're going with that okay. right now. We definitely are looking to to stay partnered up with Scrappers Racing and, and Jasmine's car. Um, yes. That just happened to fit me perfectly. Who came to whom with this idea? Did you go to uh, uh, Antron or did Antron come to you? How did all this come about? So I went to him with uh, Antron and I have been very, very close friends, best friends for 26 years now. Um, And we're the type of best friends that we can go six months without talking to each other and pick up where we left off. So there's been times, you know, we, we haven't been around each other, but nothing changes. But if I have something going on in my life, whether it's personal or business or family, he's one of the first people I pick up the phone to call. So during the off season, we were on the phone several times and I told him, he's like, what do you want to do? I said, well, I want to own my own motorcycle. It's something I've never done. And uh, that's when he said, I don't think you should put all your time and effort into bikes anymore. I think you need to move on. I'm like, move on to what? I mean, there's something other than motorcycles. And he's like, (laughs) why don't you try cars? You know, would you consider racing a car? I'm like, no, like that was, that's, that's not anything I've ever wanted to do. And then he starts talking about, well, I think you should go to top fuel. And I pretty much laughed at him because not only do I, I'm not interested. I don't want to No, I'm not racing a top fuel car. And so we just kept talking about it. He kept like, you know, that conversation would be over. I'd call another day. He'd say the same thing. It just kept happening. This time I said, okay, I'll do it. Put me in a car. My phone rang. It was him. He's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Like, oh, crap. He was serious. What was it about the, was it the speed? What was it that made you uncomfortable about uh, driving a dragster? You know, I've only known motorcycles all my life. So 200 and almost 203 miles per hour is what I've done on, on my pro stock motorcycle in six seconds. I don't know any different that's just what I know. It's what I'm used to, but I didn't know anything about this car. Um, yes, the speed scares me. Uh, being strapped in it, not being able to move scares me. Um, being wrapped up like like a, like I was saying earlier, I feel like I'm wrapped three times in an oven mitt all over my entire body. The only thing that's exposed is your eyeballs. And then, you know, yesterday in, in Indy, it was 98 degrees and I thought I was going to panic and pass out inside the car. So all those things, it's just every type of, of uncomfortable feeling that you can imagine from fear to being uncomfortable, to being hot, to being, it's like, Oh my gosh, there's there's so much going on. And I I just didn't think I could emotionally handle it. Well, you know, what a lot of folks have on their mind is the fact they hope that you get a chance to line up next to Tony Stewart and Justin and whoop his ass. Yeah. It's, you know, Tony was there Monday when we were testing. He is amazing. I don't know how much you've talked to him. I'm sure it's been a lot, but a lot of fans that may have never met him before. When I first met Tony 20 something years ago, I didn't like him. I thought he wasn't a nice person, um, but it was because he didn't talk to me. They introduced us. He had nothing to say. And now he tells me that, you know, well, he was kind of intimidated by me and I was definitely intimidated by him and we just didn't speak. But now we've met each other all these years later, and he is one of the most genuinely nice people I've ever met. I absolutely love him. He's very supportive, uh, very motivating. He was standing next to my car a lot of the times on Monday, you know, leaning over, talking to me because he's doing this. He's been in the A-field car a lot. So he was giving me some pointers and some advice, what to expect, how it's going to feel, 
you know, what to do if this happens. And it was really awesome because I have some pictures and video of Antron standing on one side of the car and Tony Stewart on the other side. I'm like, man, look at that. Like I'm standing between these two awesome guys getting taught. I mean, who would ever think that Tony Stewart was going to teach me how to drag race? So that's pretty funny. Yep. (laughs) But he's doing it. Wow. Yeah, that sentence right there. <laughs> Who would ever think that Tony Stewart, the NASCAR legend, would teach <laughs> Angel Sampay how to drag race? And she's yeah. a drag racing legend of her own. I took every I took in every bit of it. it. Leah came over, she had some pointers for me. You know, it was comforting to talk to her. I there was a lot of people telling me what to do or what to expect. And you know, some people were getting concerned that there was so many people talking to me, but I was taking it all in. Statman, you're wondering the same thing that I'm wondering is why in the hell is she, are you so enamored with Tony and Antron? You're a three time bike champion <laughs> with a, a, a woman in a sport that's dominated by men. I would imagine that Tony, that's why Tony was an a hole to you 20 years ago. <laughs> he says, This woman goes 200 miles an hour on a bike. She could whoop my ass in a split second. Uh-huh. We know Tony well enough that he was intimidated by you. I've always, my mom raised me. She beat it in my head to believe. And I've said this many times throughout my career that um, no one is better than me and I am better than nobody. We're all the same. We all stand up, sit down, sleep. We, you know, we do everything. We we got to get through life the same and everybody's got their own problems and everybody's got their own issues and everybody's got their own thoughts about themselves you know some people might be 10 times more beautiful than me but i guarantee you she's probably got some kind of self-esteem issue so i mean you just never know what someone's going through um it doesn't matter what you look like what color you are how big you are how small you are we all have to get through this life one day at a time and it's rough and so i've always kept that in mind throughout my whole career and i never i still to this day am fascinated by the people that stand in line to get my autograph. It just, it's crazy to me. Angel Sampe, three-time pro stock bike champion, now going top alcohol, drag racing, ready to kick Tony Stewart's ass. Thanks for doing this, Angel. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. Y'all have a good day.